Good morning, family. Today is October 7th, 2019. Today we're going to talk about black folks and the need to be accepted. Now, first of all, why do black people need to be accepted by anyone? Due to over so many years of brainwashing, discrimination, technology, and just a damaging to the black mind and the black soul, black people feel that they need to be accepted by the former slave masters and their oppressors in order to be normal. And that usually comes from not knowing who you are. See, when you know who you are, you don't have that problem with needing to be accepted. When you need to be accepted, that's uh, uh, something uh, because you don't know what or who you are. We are the really the indigenous people, the first people, and people who know the history know and understand. Those who go around and quote and say, well, he doesn't know what he's talking about. That's because they don't know what they're talking about. You are the first, the alpha and the omega. You are the indigenous people. You are black people. Black people, you should never feel that you have to be accepted by anyone, especially, like I said, your former oppressors, former slave masters, grandchildren, because you don't. But you have to get in the mindset of knowing who you are. You're black gods. And until you understand that, you're going to continue to want to be validated by anyone and everyone, even your own. We are people who have a rich, rich history. Our history is everybody's history. But when you feel the need of acceptance, you're only putting yourself in a dangerous place because people don't want to accept you. People are not going to accept you, and especially and especially understand this one. And especially when you go and you kiss people's ass. I'm not going to say the judge in Texas kissed ass, but what she did was something that was like, wow, you go and hug. Quote unquote, if it's true or not, gave a Bible to this woman to be saved. The. I'm talking about the Ant, the Amber Guy, uh, Geiger uh, case, uh, the bailiff stroking her hair. The brother saying, I wish that you wouldn't go to jail. You know, that type of behavior says one thing. Black people, because it's just not those three who did what they did, was was totally uncalled for in a situation that, you know, was uh, you're talking about a murder trial and you sit up there and you are. Being more sad because of the 
judgment more so than sad for the man who's who's buried over a year ago. But that behavior is what goes on each and every day. You have black people who want to be accepted. So especially you, you, you take cops, black cops, black cops want to be accepted so much. Not all of them. Let's get that right. Not all of them. They want to be accepted by their uh, their co-workers that they do a worse shit just to say I'm one of you. And that's not what the job is all about. That's never what the job was all about. The job is to protect and serve. It's not to come and hate on uh, uh, a people. But in a lot of cases, that's the uh, outcome. Just to say, I'm one of you. It's like saying. I don't have money. Like you, white people, but I'm going to buy this car, though I can't afford it just to say that I could buy a car just like you. That's not acceptance either. But a lot of black people feel that that's needed to be accepted. Why are you trying to compete with a people whose history is based on violence, destruction, any negative that you can put out there, it's based on that. So why would you want to associate yourself with acceptance by being that type of person? It all comes back because you don't know who you are. When you don't know who you are, you need to take time to find out who you are, not just who you are as a person, but you need to take time to find out who you are as a people and as a culture. Because we're dealing with things that we shouldn't have to deal with, especially after, though it's been 154 years since slavery, our people were much more than slaves for the duration of the 450, 460, or whatever the, uh, that we were brought into slavery. Remember that. Always remember, black people were brought into slavery. Mental illness has creeped up from generation to generation due to the fact of how we've been treated in this country. Not this country, but shit, seem like in a lot of countries. We get a lot of bullshit treatment in our own country, which is Africa. The majority still tries to run Africa. I'm sorry, the minority tries to run Africa. But see, that's because the, the ones, a lot of them, who lead the continent of Africa, they still are being oppressed and they still want acceptance from their white counterparts. And they do. A lot of those guys, they just because they live in Africa and may be uh, presidents or uh, uh, heads of states or whatever you want to call it, there's still some type of acceptance that they want from their counterparts in other countries. They don't look like them. Remember, acceptance is only 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 acceptance you need to ever worry about is whether or not God accepts you. That's the only person. And then you are second yourself, self-acceptance and God's acceptance. One A, one B. But you have to accept yourself, who you are, 
what you're all about and stop relying on others to accept you because you may buy a pair of shoes or you might buy a car or you might even move into a neighborhood. You know, uh, black folks always feel, well, I'm going to move into this neighborhood and, you know, because one, I can and two, I'm going to build up, you know, uh, make myself look good. But when you're moving into these neighborhoods, you're sending your kids to the school. What trauma are you inflicting on your kids when you're sending them to these schools? Where there's, uh, I'm pretty sure uh, by now you probably, a lot of you heard about the little girl who went to school and then said, these white guys, they, they uh, held her down and cut her braids, her dreadlocks, call her names. This and that. Now, it turned out to be a lie. But there's a deeper issue than that lie. Because, see, if you're black, you could be light skinned. You can be dark skinned. But you're still black. No matter how you look at it. No matter what your daddy is. No matter what your mama is. You're still black. And you're in a class. Say you have 25 students. And you're in a class. And all of them, except you, are white. You're the only black one in the class. How do you feel when you're dealing with an all-white class and a teacher's white? So you got 25 white people, and it's just you. Deep down inside, you feel you have to be the best. Deep down inside, you are the best. But they don't want you to see yourself as being the best, so they will humiliate you, maybe not in class. They will talk about you. They will do things to you. And basically, they're messing up your psyche. You become scared because you don't really fit in but you're trying to fit in because you feel your parents sent you to the school to get a better education. The better education comes from within you. It doesn't come from a school. A school is helpful, but it comes from within you. I've seen kids uh, go to private schools and turn out to be shit. So it's not about the school. It's about you as an individual. But parents don't see that because parents, well, I want my child to have the best. I want them to have what I didn't have. Well, maybe if you spend time with your child, trying to understand your child, you wouldn't have to worry about whether or not they have the best. If you explain to them and give them the knowledge on who they are as a people. But when you don't, when you're too busy trying to appease others, you lose track of all of that. My, my sister put my nephew in a good school. It wasn't an all-white school. She has, the, she has the means to do so, but she didn't do that. She put him in a school that's a good school because she did her homework and put him in a good school so he could he could he could flourish as a black child 
without having to be taken out of his community to be subjected to a bunch of other crazy stuff that uh, uh, schools don't tell you. Because a lot of these schools nowadays, they're not going to tell you. If your child do something bad and they're of color, then they'll tell you. But if your child do something good, they're not going to tell you. They're too busy trying to hide, especially when it's bad that they're doing, inflicting. So my nephew has been flourishing as a student because my sister took the time to know who her son is, took the time to know what he needed. Because a lot of schools, they wanted to, because he was, he was a hyper child. You know, white folks can't deal when you're hyper. First thing they do is send you to the nurse and then the nurse, uh, I'm assuming they have nurses nowadays, I don't know. But uh, they, 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 they want to send you to whoever and then they want to send you to get evaluated or they want to put you in, uh, in the slow class or they want to take you and, uh, and, and, and have some psychologist look at you and then uh, prescribe some type of drug some type of mind drug to basically slow you up. And that's the problem. I remember Cat Williams said how true it is. I don't know, but Cat Williams said it. He had a son, real hyper, young man. And all of a sudden he went, I believe, to the, the school nurse. And the next thing you know, they evaluated him to find out why he was so hyper. And the next thing you know, I think they prescribed him something. They prescribed him something. And the next thing you know, this kid went from a hyper child to damn near a zombie. And I believe he said it took a while before he came out. But see, that's the thing. They want to prescribe Ritalin or whatever these drugs are for black children. Parents, you got to be very careful when you're putting your kids into these schools and not really knowing what these schools are all about. But, you know, it all goes back to acceptance. You want to be accepted. So you look at it. Well, it's OK, but it's not OK. Learn who your child is. Learn who you are. See, when you want to fit in, you're going to do everything that you feel that white folks do. And this is nothing against them. Not at this particular time. It's all about you and the acceptance that you need. And you don't really need that if you do your homework. That's why it's best to read, to find out who you are. Not buying a bunch of junk uh, for Christmas. This Christmas, I would tell anybody, just buy books. Buy something that can last a long time. Knowledge. Train your kids on understanding who they are and what this world is really about. And, 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 and get out the lies of Christmas with a fat white guy wearing a red suit and a beard. Get out of that. Start bringing your kids into reality on what the world is really all about. Leave the pagan trees alone. That paganism, worship, idling trees and all that kind of stuff, leave that stuff alone. Bring in real life self read books sit around and read some stories about our brothers and sisters that were in slavery how they got out of slavery and how they became the people that they became read about how uh america 
was never really great, as the president likes to say, your president number 45 likes to say, was let them know about the 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 history of this country. Since they're living in this country, let them learn about the history of the country. And then you teach them about the history of Africa. But you can only do that if you're reading. And you can only do that if you know. And if you don't know, then you need to find something and, and figure it out for yourself. Start taking a better interest in yourself and less in trying to appease your former slave master's grandkids or your former oppressors or however you want to word it or however you want to phrase it. Learn to start dealing with yourself. Once you learn to deal with yourself, you'll be a better person and you damn sure will know who you are. You won't have to worry what people say about you or what they, as long as they don't harm you. What's the old saying? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. I know psychologically they can hurt, but they only hurt when you don't know who you are. They only hurt when you allow them to hurt because you have to always remember people that don't look like you, people don't know your history. They only know because see, America's only uh, given uh, uh, a brief history of black people and it's all been bad. It's all been about what? Slavery. Because they don't know their history. How in the hell somebody that don't know their history going to tell you about yours? And see, black people sometimes allow other people to tell their story. You can't tell the story of black people if you're not black. You only tell a story that you want them to know. It's like throughout school. Listen to the stories that they have on us. The stories that they have given on black folks have been stories of what? Every now and then they give you a good, something good. They might give you a Harriet Tugman. Uh, but majority, they give you Martin Luther King and maybe Jackie Robinson, how he overcame. But see, these schools today, they only give you Martin Luther King. Because see, Martin Luther King, by him being dead now, they only give you I had a dream speech. But towards uh, Martin's uh, final days, weeks, months, and maybe the last uh, year or so, he started understanding what Malcolm was really talking about. That's when he really started to change his speeches from every little boy and little girl and all this type of stuff. He understood. You have to do more. I'm not talking about physical, but you have to do more than just sit up and give a speech on what you uh, think the world should be. Because you got people teaching hatred in their own homes. They're teaching their kids how to be hateful. They're teaching their kids, you know, not to like colors. And, and, uh, and what's the, how, how they always say, oh, black people smell. Where in the hell did you ever get that from? See, when you know your history, white folks was learned by black people on how to be civil when they came out the caves. They wasn't civil. They know shit about being a civil person, eating with their hands, you know, didn't know nothing about bathing and all this and all that. But see, when they constantly tell you that, oh, man, they black, they don't do this, they don't do that. They always try to put the negative on you. But when you don't know your history, you feel maybe, oh, man, they must be right. They're not right. They never were right.
Their history is all bullshit. You'll celebrate next week Columbus Day, a day that they've been uh, uh, they've been uh, putting out for years and promoting for a day for a man who didn't never didn't even discover no damn America because of the indigenous indigenous people were already there. So how the hell can you discover something when somebody's already there? That's the biggest lie that's ever been told. I got a book. And it's about, you know what it's about. It's about us. It's about us. The book's called They Came Before Columbus. And they're talking about us, and I'll get to that later on. This week. But I just want my people to understand, you don't have to feel the need to be accepted by nobody. God accepts you. And he's the only one that matters. Outside of yourself, God's the only one. You have to get away from the fear of white folks because you don't do what they want you to do. You don't have to kiss their ass. Be who you are and you'll get more respect. You think when you cooning, kowtowing, uh, kissing ass, do you think that they respect you? They don't because they want you to stand up to them. And that's the only way you're going to ever gain their respect. If you gain it, that's the only way. Is you stand up to them, you let them know somebody's home. I am not that person. I remember it's on, the, uh, on one of the YouTube videos. It was about it was about four white kids, young adults, let's say. And an Asian guy. And they're sitting over there. Now you got this black family that's sitting right next to you. And they over there talking crazy and, you know, laughing and giggling, you know, talking about EBT cards and stuff like that. Now, one of the brothers, when they got ready to get up and pay and leave. He went over there and he told him, hey. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not one of them type of people. That you just gonna sit up there and talk about. I am not, he said, I am not that one. He used some choice words, but I am not that one, is what he let him know. You be careful on what you say about me, because I am not that one. And then all of a sudden, they all, of course, they panic. Because see, anytime, even though you may be with your group, when somebody walk over there to you, and you stand up and let them know, hey, I'm not that one. Because a lot of times when you see this bullshit behavior, like the little 16-year-old brother being stabbed, and it was a white boy who stabbed him, but the black kids jumped in to help, but the white boy's the one who stabbed him. Bullying. But when you're a coward, you need a lot of people around you in order for you to pull out to pull off whatever you're trying to pull off. Be a tough guy. Because by yourself, you ain't going to do shit. But nowadays, you got a bunch of little cowards that, run, that, that roam your streets. One-on-one, -on -one, forget it. Three or four, okay. That's when everybody want to act tough. Because they need to be accepted too. It's not just that black folks need to be accepted. White folks need to be accepted. Brown folks need to be accepted. 
They just have it a little bit less. It's a little bit different. It's more difficult for us than anybody because we can't get into our heads that your former slave master has let you go. He's tired of you. He got him some new niggas and now he's tired of you, but you still want to hang on to him. That's the problem. Once you figure out yourself, figure out your people, learn your people. That's why read books. And that way you don't have to have these problems. Self-acceptance. Deal with self-acceptance. And you'll be okay. My brothers and sisters, I hope this message has been some uh, some form of uh, helping to you. I believe in saying things that are more helpful. They may be a little bit hurtful, but when it's the truth, of course, it's going to be a little bit uh, uh, hurt. Uh, hurtful sometimes, but it's the truth. You have to stand up for yourself and stop letting people just run over you. Especially your former slave masters and your former oppressors. You just can't have that. I hope those who hear this take heed to what's been said. Those who don't, well, you do it. You feel how you, you, you do whatever you feel you need to do to be accepted. And that's sad. Because you don't know yourself. This is your brother. Brother Ren. On Renell's Real Talk saying peace. Have a great week. Stay strong. Read books. Read about yourself. And learn about yourself. Peace. I'm out.